like I can ask you to get five things at the store and you'll probably forget four. And now, coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California, it's the world-famous Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you guys doing today out there? I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and welcome to episode 77 of the Chris and Christine Show. Do-do-do-do! Fantastic. Well, thank you for joining us today on this wonderful Saturday here at the Chris and Christine Show Studios. Yes, the K2 Studios, right, Chris? And we are officially back live this week. You're welcome. You're all welcome. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us through last week's podcast rewind. One of the things that Chris and I have been working to be more diligent about is making sure that we keep delivering high quality content to you all but also making sure that we sometimes preserve family time on the weekend. Because if you don't know, we record this every weekend, typically on Saturday, and release it on a Sunday morning. Right. So I got to rush it all back in the studio, package it all together, edit the whole thing, and make sure it's you know shiny and polished for you guys to listen to on Sunday morning. And I just get to sit here and look pretty. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's very true. No. Okay, dork. You no, are very not. pretty. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, well, thank you. But I do contribute. You're you, welcome. You do. And the funny thing is, is that we both are very busy. We got very busy lives. We're putting in like, what, 14 hours a day each? All right. There's your busy badge. Well, no. you Nobody are, wants to hear that. I'm saying you're busy too, babe. I, I am, but don't be a work martyr. I don't I don't. What's a work it. martyr? It means like, oh, gosh, I'm going to sacrifice myself for work. Don't be complaining about the fact you got a good paying job and you can cover your bills, dude. Be thankful for it. <laughs> I know. We're, Here's, this is my philosophy. Okay. We're going to get into it. Okay. What is because it? Because this is my philosophy is we are to be grateful for the jobs that we have been provided and that we are able to provide well for our family. And I have this mentality that I've learned since I was an early administrator. And we used to use it in my old school district. And it's they call, we haul. And the whole mentality is if somebody needs me as it relates to my work, I'm going to respond and I'm going to do my absolute best and have a positive attitude because I get to choose my attitude. And Chris chooses his attitude every day. And what do you choose, Chris? I choose to keep on moving forward, babe. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Are you just a ray of sunshine everywhere you go at work? Uh, yeah. You know, work kind of sometimes uh, gets in the way of my day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Happen to go to work. Well, you know, I think that's because we just tend to think that we wish we well some people tend to wish like they didn't have to work and they could just win the lottery my philosophy has always been like be grateful for wherever you're planted and make the best out of it and just be grateful every day so Uh, yes i'm very grateful christine's very grateful and here we are today doing this podcast for you so you're welcome now the reason why we were out last week if you might remember was because we weren't actually at the house we weren't we were at a different house we were at our other beach house that we bought for our four-day uh, vacation. <laughs> we we um, bought it and we took advantage of the 30-day return policy. <laughs> 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 no, exactly. we, we just uh, rented a place to stay for four days. But why did we do that, Chris? Because if you might remember, uh, 2020, we had two, I must say two, floods in our house that the insurance had to take care of 
and uh, fix that, those problems during the great 2020. So what they did was we had a flood downstairs with the water heater and it spilled into the laundry room and it spilled into the house section just a little bit. But because it got the flooring a little wet and damaged, the insurance company decided to just pay us out on new flooring. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm sitting over here cracking myself up right now because as you were talking about floods, I was in my head. I was like, floods, 2020 floods. We really had waterfalls. And then I started singing uh, TLC's Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls in my there head. You go. And I was like, um, we had waterfalls literally inside of our house. So because the insurance... <laughs> fixed everything and we we uh, got the money for the flooring we decided to figure out which method of uh how are we going to fix the flooring because we have bamboo wood flooring in the entire house and it's beautiful everybody it's beautiful but when i moved in here with chris um it was a little bit worn it had some it was well loved let's put it that way what does that mean well loved well <laughs> It's it been well loved by dogs it, scratching their claws yes, on it. Yes, yes. So it, it, you know, it's beautiful. It's different than like the current flooring where it's like that click and lock where there's a like a hardwood top to it, but it's pressed board. This is like a solid hardwood. It's um a, a light finish and light light means dirty, easy too. Well, it does, but it also means that it's like not as readily available because everybody wants these like darker finishes right now, and because of the tone of it, you can't perfectly match the colors and so it was either redo the flooring in the entire house or see if we could salvage the downstairs and so we brought in a flooring refinish company right and i had no idea this thing even existed so when i was thinking about doing the reflooring they were going to rip it all out and put brand new flooring down but the problem was you couldn't match the rest of the house right so what we had to do christine found a guy for my friend Patty. Shout out to Patty. Shout out Patty. Thank you so much. And what he did is he came through the house and he's like, yeah, I can fix that. I can make it look like new. And I'm like, get out of here with what? Like a machine? Oh, yeah. I can totally take care of that. And then we're like, huh, for how much? Oh, for like way, way less than replacing the flooring. Yeah. The cost of refinishing the downstairs plus refinishing our stairs was one-fifth of the price to redo just the downstairs wood flooring. Wow. So you think about that. We're like, well, how we can save a bunch of money if we do that. And if the guy says he can make it look new, um, let's do it. But Chris, you totally did not believe that it was going to look. Oh, I, I did not. You I did thought not. like, oh, well, you know, maybe those brown patches that were kind of from, you know, high traffic areas or where there was a little bit of water damage, like, oh, maybe it was just going to you know, still have that and it wasn't going to look brand new. Well, and that's the thing too, is like, I thought it might have like this whole polish kind of feel to the flooring. Like, uh, like you just mopped it or something kind yeah. of deal, but not actually, uh, be like brand new, which is what it is, which is crazy to think about it. So what we had to do is we had to move everything out of the downstairs into the garage. Right. So the floors were completely exposed. Like right. nothing was on the floor. Except at for all. the fridge and the dishwasher and the stove. We were allowed to keep those intact. Right. So it was just basically, yeah, the kitchen, living room, dining room, all that area, all cleaned out, all into the garage. That was a big pain in the butt. So I was on vacation. So during the four days, was it, we had to move out and stay somewhere else. Right. And so what we decided to do was, well, while we're here, let's find another house to live at. Let's uh, let's go to the beach. Okay, okay, okay. I have to interrupt here because it wasn't we decide. I'm going to be a little bit sassy here. So 
if you all don't know, Chris is not a happy traveler. He is not a person. Wait, what do you mean by that? You are. You do not get excited about leaving anywhere and like going. You dread having to pack and unpack and change and you know. I dreaded just moving stuff into the garage. Oh, and and did you move it? Oh no, we had a, we, had a, <laughs> we hired a mover moving company. I tell you, I'm sassy today, folks. Okay, well back to back to my storyline. So. Um, when we were talking about this needing to do the floor, I always have to think about, okay, so how can I frame this in a way that Chris is actually going to be excited about? And I knew, I knew, honey, that you were going to absolutely hate having to move stuff out of the house. But what I remembered when we were earlier on in dating, we went on a bike ride to like down that is it called the boardwalk at mission beach yeah i believe so it's not it's funny it's not really a boardwalk yeah, it's like a cement it's a trail. Side, yeah it's a sidewalk yeah. but i remember we were riding down there and you told me it was like the first time that we went it was just you me and the two littles zeke wasn't with us that time and we were looking at all of these beachfront properties and you'd said to me ever since i was younger i wished that i could stay in one of these houses and so as i was thinking about that i remembered as I was thinking about the flooring, I remembered that and the money that we were saving from having to redo the whole floors by just refinishing it. And I thought maybe, just maybe, we might be able to budget staying down near the beach. And I thought with you, since you were going to be on vacation that week, because we were planning it on a week that you were home, like from work, that maybe you could actually get excited about it. So how did that work out for you, Chris, staying at the beach house? Very, very excited. The be- the house was literally on the sand. Like like the door, the patio was right there. You walk outside, the beach was right in your backyard. The backyard was the beach. Right. And it was um it was funny. I, I when I look at houses, I do a lot of Zillow and Realtor dot com re um you know, I look up stuff like that to see what houses go for and the values and things like that. <laughs> it's that, kind of a, a fun thing that we do together when we have coffee or date night, huh? We look at houses and stuff and what the house, this house is worth and what other houses are worth. It's funny. The house we rented, it's not even a house. It was a, a condo. A condo, a yeah. condo. It was a two-bedroom, two-bath condo. It was very nice. The living area was very big. big. It was a good size. The kitchen was big. The living room was big. Had a kitchen nook and then it had this chaise lounge that overlooked the it was inside but it was cushiony and overlooked the patio and the beach so i could sit there and do my work all day it was so great and look at the ocean right there you can see surfers every in the morning or surfing uh, the waves christine saw dolphins out in the ocean i know three mornings in a row there were dolphins and i even saw on the second morning that we were there uh, there were very active dolphins near a surfer and it like full out jumped over a wave. And no I was way. like, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm not at SeaWorld right now. That this is in the wild. And that's, you're looking at it from your couch <laughs> in your house, which is kind of crazy to think about. So we were there for, for the week or the half end of the week. And it was a great time there. I really loved it. I was skateboarding down the sidewalk <laughs> like an old man that I am, you know. You did not look like an old man. You were looking pretty hot. Really? Thank you, babe. Yeah, you totally were looking good skating down that boardwalk. I was like, 
He's just a skater boy. <laughs> that was me. I know. I got a couple longboard skateboards. Got one for me and the kids. And uh, the longboards are so much easier to ride than the smaller, smaller, tiny ones because they're more stable and the wheels are bigger and the bearings are smoother. So they're just a, they're more stable. They're lower to the ground. If you know anything about skateboarding, they're they're. They, I mean, I can ride that one. Um, it's pretty easy to do. I mean, I can't do tricks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But but these longboards are typically the kind of skateboards that you would see like those big long downhill skateboarders yeah have you ever seen those on youtube yeah i've seen them it's when they are going down this mountain at like 80 miles an hour on a skateboard which sounds nuts but uh, those are the kind of skateboards that i ride yeah but i I mean i don't do that kind of stuff i was gonna say like do you regularly board or is this a like one-time thing this is basically when i'm down by the beach area or maybe at the park or something like that anywhere with a nice smooth sidewalk um, these things don't roll very well on rough surfaces. It's got to be very smooth. So right. that's basically what I use them for. Cruise around with the kids. Kids like riding them too. Although poor little Mason, he was riding his, but he was like hanging onto the beach wall. There's a wall that <laughs> divides the sand and the sidewalk. There's like a little wall, and he's like hanging onto the wall, so like you know, kind of like a kid when they go ice skating for the first time, huh? Right, exactly. <laughs> and I was helping him push him along. I would push him, and then he would kind of like go for a little bit, and and I somehow had a kick, and I said, oh, "Hold you, I'll hold your hand." I held him up. I was trying to get him to kick and then get back on the board. And the problem with the kids is that they, they'll kick, but then sometimes they'll get their feet crossed and they're trying to figure out which foot they want to put on the board yeah. first. And so now they're like twisting their feet around as they get on the board. I said, no, no, no. Put the one you want to kick behind you, the one you want to well, keep on the board, keep it as a front foot. And then kick with the back one, and then you just quickly put the foot, your heel, onto the board oh, okay. as you go. That's just kind of the way you do it. Well, so, it was really cute to watch you helping the boys with skateboarding. I know Jake up in the morning, as soon as he could be up and making noise, which we really tried to abide by their very strict homeowners association Oh, my rules. goodness. Yeah, we tried to abide by those, but Z- Jacob was so excited to get dressed and get on his skateboard and skate up and down the boardwalk kind of within our view. And even though it was really cold outside, there was this nice little patch of sunshine on Saturday afternoon and the littles went down and they got into the water and they were doing a little bit of boogie boarding, but then they just abandoned that and they stayed on the sand and they were like... It it was funny. Nobody was in the water. I mean, nobody. There were surfers. Yeah, but they had full wetsuits on. Right. This is true. (laughs) I mean, but nobody... Like, you look across the ocean, you're like, who is in the water? I see a couple kids, but... But not. But it was there was like a breeze. It was cold. Oh, the water was got to be like forty degrees. It was fifty four. I was keeping track because once it started to drop each day, because there's this website you can go to that checks the different temperatures at different beaches throughout the day. And once the outside temperature dropped to like sixty five to sixty four, and the water temperature dropped. I told the boys, like, you got to get out. I don't want anybody getting frostbite. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, they were in there for a little bit playing around. They played around the sand. They got so sandy. I don't know what it was with kids in the beach, but they like to get wet and then it's like roll around in the sand. And next thing you know, they're burying each other in the sand and they got <laughs> sand in their pockets and in their shorts everywhere, sand. And they. But then the upside is that they wanted to shower every day. That's true. Because you, you usually, boys. <laughs> usually they don't. Usually right. they don't want to take a shower at all. But yeah. when they go to the beach, like, I want to take a shower first. Yeah. Make me first. Yeah, it was a really great time, but you know what would have really made it perfect? What's that, babe? If Ezekiel was there with us. I know. He had a cut out to see his fight that didn't happen. Well, hey, I mean, it's it was delayed, but he had a good time with his other family. But I was just sitting there and 
you know, I get sad sometimes when we're not all able to be together and, you know, that would have been one of those wonderful times. It just means we're going to have to do it again, but probably not during peak season. Yeah, because it's funny. Speaking of money and saving money, the house we rented, I mean, it was by the beach. You know, great. It's very expensive, but... It was not very expensive. It was... It if, could have been a lot more been, yeah. if we got it during the peak summer rates. Could we check that out? And it was like... A thousand dollars a night. No, it was... Well, yeah. $936 a night. Gosh. For a two-bedroom, two-bathroom condo. But that was not anywhere near what we paid. We got a really good deal. Well, and it was off-season. It was right. February of all places. So Yeah, but it was definitely a really nice area to staycation. And then at the when we were done, it was just like a 15, 20-minute drive home to unpack. And when we got back here and looked at the floors, I almost cried because they look so good. I think I did cry when I, when I <laughs> saw the the flooring for the first time i walk in here and i'm like wow did they replace the flooring it looks so good we are gonna put up a before and after photos on our instagram yeah probably facebook too i don't know uh how this stuff works and i will put photos up and you will see the difference between before and after and you'll think those gotta be brand new flooring <laughs> they are not yeah so shout out to javier hadagi with hadagi hardwood floors in san diego county who does an amazing job and hit us up through dms on instagram if you want his info because it was really phenomenal super professional and like the best possible price we could have ever asked for right compared to what would have been for new flooring right. so christine um, we'll change gears a little bit. Is How was your week for work this week? What have you been up to? Oh, well, work has been super busy. I um, have been gearing up with a couple of my big data projects that I lead. And I've been doing a lot of the revisions to my dissertation and getting caught up in homework. But I only have two big assignments left of my entire doctoral program. What? Yeah. One's That's like, amazing. One's like a three-page paper, and the other one is a final PowerPoint presentation, and that's it. Wow. So you're like almost done. Yeah, I'm almost done. I have like, I think, seven or eight weeks of classes left, so those next two projects are just spaced out a little bit. And then I still have to get my dissertation um, edited, get feedback and get it approved. It's in that process right now. Like it's all out of my hands and people are looking at it. I'm waiting to get their feedback back so I can incorporate it. And like, let's move this along, people. So once they give your feedback back, then what do you do after that? Well, it's a process of like a back and forth. And so um, right now I had to hire a professional editor for my dissertation. And what they do is there's this style that all of your writing has to be in, and it's called APA, the American... APA. I always thought it was ABC. No, but, APA, know. the American Psychological Association, and that's how you put, like, references and, like, format your tables. But if it's not done right, when you go to upload it, it'll get rejected from USC. Rejected? How and, dare they? And then you won't be able to graduate on time. So... I had to hire this editor and she's been phenomenal. And then I have to submit it to my, it's called a capstone assistant and my dissertation chair and they give feedback and we go back and forth. And so it's a lot of like computer edits, but the hardest part was trying to finish my fifth chapter because I had this writing block and we were at the beach house and I was like, I just, I can't get over this writing block. And it was like, I only need seven pages to write still. And then I'll be done with all of the initial writing on this. And then on our last night when we were there at the beach house, uh, you I think you got the boys in for a shower or you'd taken a shower or something like that. 
because you were feeling sandy. I don't remember, but there was sand everywhere in that house while we were there, right? Of course. You know, it's funny. I was there before we even uh, got settled in. I noticed the couch itself had traces of sand <laughs> yeah. in the cushions and stuff. So, I mean, yeah. it's a beach house. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. So. But I, I was sitting there on the, the chaise. It's like, imagine like for our listeners, like back in old England, like with the times of the kings and queens, they had these like chaise lounge couches and it's like one of those it was just kind of like a fluffy patio chair i don't know it was fantastic i loved it's every a chair bit of it. you sit in you can kind of kind of chill out in it relax. was kind of had an angle so it was slightly reclined and it was like so comfortable but it was solid you couldn't, you <laughs> yeah. couldn't adjust it it was one p- thing it was, but it was so great it was like my favorite piece in that entire house and i stayed there probably the entire I, time <laughs> i think the best part of the entire trip was the very last night when we actually lit the fireplace patio i didn't know they even oh, ha- i totally forgot we did that yeah yeah at the very end we they have this whole patio set up and they have this glass like uh wall because you don't want to block a view of the ocean right so the glass wall is there the boardwalk is there in the ocean and the beach is right there. But on the patio, they had a ton of patio furniture. But barbecue. you couldn't have any parties there. So it was, was kind of like, odd. It was you like, know? you can only have up to six people here and nobody that's not on your guest list. But they had like a high top wrought iron like uh, table with pub chairs. There was four of those. Then there was like a regular dining table with like six or eight chairs. And then there was like these three lounger like sunbathing i just remember them from like the 80s when i used to sunbathe with my sisters and then they had this like metal um couch with fluffy cushions and pillows and an outdoor fire pit and all this was on their patio by the way (laughs) so their patio was big but they really stacked it they could have i could have done without a lot of extra junk yeah i mean they had like literally every inch of the patio was filled with something so you had a hard time to walk around but we we figured out how to light the, the uh, barbecue, not the barbecue, the uh, patio fire pit. pit yes, the you're last a good day. caveman for us. I had to go in the garage and pull out an extra propane tank and turn it on and hook it up. And we had that thing going and we had the sunset and we roasted marshmallows mm-hmm. and the uh, waves in the ocean right there on the sand, right there on the beach. It was spectacular. And then you put the boys to bed and you came back out and you and I just sat there and you were looking at the fire and I had my head kind of like laid on a pillow on your lap with a blanket and just watching the fire and the moon and it was so perfect and we even pulled out some of the champagne that we had in the fridge that we had like half a glass for each of us and it was great and then after that um, you showered or something and then you decided to go to bed and I wasn't tired and then all of a sudden because I was like reading through old dissertations to kind of get some inspiration for chapter five, that writing block like flipped off. And I don't know, this thing happens sometimes, Chris, when I'm working or when I'm doing schoolwork where all of a sudden it's like everything lines up in my brain and I have incredible clarity and then I can just go for a couple of hours. I don't even know how to you describe know, I get, it. I get that too, like like all the time, like every day. Oh, really? And then I get to set derailed by something happens in my no. life and I don't care. <laughs> well, for me, I just ride that wave. And so I literally get in the zone. Everything else kind of goes away and I won't look at my phone for hours. And I'll just like for this specific moment, I went from feeling really stuck to finishing my entire remainder of chapter five in two and a half hours. And 
at that point, I was able to come home the next day and clean it up a little bit and then send it off to my editor. Um, And so now I'm like in the final stages of preparing. And on Tuesday of this coming week, I'm going to meet with my dissertation chair to set my actual date to defend my dissertation within the month. Is that okay? When you do the final defending, is that the final thing in this process? I mean, yeah, I mean, I have those last few classes and assignments in my regular course because I have a dissertation chair and then I have a professor. My professor is over this other class that I have. Um, so it's imagine it like this. A dissertation is like this really big essay that takes you months or a year to write. And you're doing that, but you also still have regular coursework. So like I'm still enrolled in classes and having to do other homework. And so it's like two different things. It's like I have this big writing project for one teacher that if I don't finish it, I don't become a doctor on time. And there's certain date I have to complete it. But by. you're already way ahead of that timeline, right? Yes. As long as I defend soon and then I can get my edits and everything done, I have to upload mid-April. Uh, but my goal since I started this program, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to accomplish it, like when I applied, I was like, if I get into this program in I think it was summer of 2018, if I can start in the summer of 2018, then I will be able to finish my dissertation and defend right before my 40th birthday, which is this March 20th. 40th birthday? Look at you, you youngster. My goodness. I know. And so my goal has been to defend before my birthday. I think I'll be a week or two off because COVID took me off track for about a month and a half uh, with being sick and recovering. But I still feel really good about overcoming the odds and working really hard and, you know, for a big chunk of this being a single mom and then, you know, dating you and all of that. Am I a a problem or something? (laughs) No, I would just say you're another consideration in my life and then learning how to be a stepmom and, you know, doing all this COVID stuff. I'm just, I'm at, I'm coming towards the end, Chris, and it feels really good last night. I ended my week with my first time in like three years being able to like, sit down and watch Netflix and not have this nagging feeling that I wasn't writing my dissertation. <laughs> that is a wonderful feeling to have. And you will be, uh, when it's all said and done and it's all over with and you don't have to school anymore and you finally got your doctorate and you no more dissertation stuff and no more writing, Right. what are you going to do? I'm going to train my new puppy. There you go. I ta- is that is that like a? Uh, are you talking about me? Are you saying that I'm a puppy? Are you talking about training me? I didn't put those words out there, <laughs> but thank you for uh, admitting to your personality traits. No, my new puppy, our new puppy, we get to pick it up on April 9th, and I have already been mentally preparing myself to learn how to train our puppy because it's a very intelligent breed. And they do very well with training and they come to us with a certain element of training and potty training. And I just want a very well-behaved, friendly puppy that's not super yappy. You know, I would say the same thing about kids too. When I, when my kids are born, I said the exact same thing. I say ones that aren't too yappy <laughs> and are well-trained. <laughs> but it's so funny because I was watching these puppy training videos because I'm, I joined an online puppy school um, program so that I can learn how to train and get some support if I need to. And they were talking about that, how you have to think about when you bring an animal into your family and they are a baby, you are parenting them and they're going to grow up with whatever boundaries you set for them. And so whatever you set from the very beginning, especially in the first uh, four to six weeks that you have them, sets their pattern for life. And so I think it's 
really good that for right now I'm working at home so that I can be around and set up structures for potty training and for um, regular command training and teaching the the dog to be able to like sit and stay. So if I open the door for a delivery, I'm not worried about the puppy running out of the house. And so, or you can always lock them in the back somewhere, you know, whatever. No, we are, we will have a well prepared, well trained puppy. Do you think that uh, poor little pumpkin, our tortoise? Do you think pumpkin's going to be a little jealous? No, over um, the new puppy dog. No, I think they're going to be best friends growing up because pumpkin's going to start growing, and actually, pumpkin will outgrow the puppy because the puppy is a teacup and will only be um, eight to ten pounds, and pumpkin within the next two years should be at that size. Wow. So I think they're actually going to be buddies because... That'd be so adorable. I know, right? It, you have a little picture. You'd be like, imagine the next, uh, I don't know, Christmas card pictures we'll do for the family. We'll have like pumpkin and fill in the blank name of your mm-hmm. uh, new puppy dog. Like all cutesy and mm-hmm. sit in a costume side by side for the holidays. Oh, how adorable. I know. I be. was even thinking about how cute it would be if we had another P name for a puppy like Polly. If it was a little oh, girl like pumpkin and Polly and make it like a really cute Instagram account oh gosh i know right that reminds me of an instagram documentary i watched a little while ago about cats about (laughs) it it was uh, all about cats and how people can like um make these instagram uh, posts and uh, you know profiles on their cats and they get millions and i mean Mm -hmm. millions of followers and likes and they make money and their cats are literally celebrities they take them to these conventions and they do like autographs and they take pictures with them Mm -hmm. it's a whole another level of community they say the very first like um what's those things you do on the computer that make it look like little um little smiley face thing people would do with the keyboard like the dot, emojis dot. not that not the oh emoji. yeah i know what you're talking about like the little like two dots and then like the um parentheses to first smile right they say they, the very first version of that was a cat Oh, they did a version like that where they would do the. Oh, up- yeah. Yeah. The the little arrows, like the two little arrow things and then the dots and then a smile and it looks like a cat. Right. That was a, one of the very first things they did. So cats have been on the Internet for like forever. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they say Internet is basically cats. Really. <laughs> and, and I love cats, too, until they scratch you and get out of here. You. Oh, but with your allergies, you can't have oh, one. I know. It's yeah. true. But I was just thinking about how cute it will be to like introduce our puppy to our little pumpkin and to help them get comfortable with each other and not in the first week or two like we really need to set a good structure for our puppy here at home and so I'm very excited that today I'm going to take the littles and we're going to go to the pet store and we're going to start to do a little bit of shopping for our to welcome our new little baby so we can help get the little area all set up oh perfect I know is this a little premature though aren't you getting the puppy in what April yeah but honey it's monday is march what already yeah march 1st no way check that out it's like when you get ready to have a baby you have to do all this prep work i'm puppy proofing the house now like it's it's not enough to just like go and pick up the dog and be like oh we'll figure it out when we get back that's how i would do it no there is i am preparing myself mentally that this is the next chapter of my life is to raise my puppy to be like everybody's favorite in the world well, that is what I would say. Fantastic. <laughs> That's amazing, babe. I know, but I didn't get to ask you. I know we've been talking about me for a long time. I really want to hear about how podcasting went for you this week because I know that you've been gaining traction with Podtastic Audio and, and getting some international attention from 
the UK. Well, not only there, I'm getting, uh, uh, gosh, I can't think how many countries my podcast is in. If you don't know already, I have another podcast. It's called Podtastic Audio. You can find it at anchor.fm slash podtastic audio um, because it's hosted on Anchor and Anchor gives you like a free little like website. It's right. not really it's not really a website. It's more like a player and, and a list of places you. But can that's do. really cool. It is pretty because cool. you put a lot of your energy into promoting us on this show. I can't even imagine if you had to build like a whole another website for Podtastic Audio and had to like manage that whole thing plus this plus work full time and be a dad and stepdad. Oh, I know it's like I don't know how many hours. I mean everything I, else I do just gets in the way of my podcasting. Really, <laughs> that's what it is. It's the truth. It is so true. But Except po- for me, I don't get in the way. I am a value added, right? You are, baby. Thank it's you. Been fantastic. Oh, thanks. Okay, keep going. So, podcastic audio has been great. I have had. I've been pulling an episode off every single week. What? Which is kind of crazy to think about with my busy schedule in itself. And not only that, lately I've been getting guests on my show. That's I've, amazing. I've recorded three guests so far. Two of them been already been up and aired so far, and one of them was a kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah? Who was it? My very first guest I had on Podcastic Audio was none other than Dave Jackson himself from School of Podcasting. He is a big deal. He came on our show. and I love Dave Jackson. Oh, hear that, Dave? Yeah. Christine loves you, too. So so anyways. He's just such a nice guy. He is. He's so down to earth. And he came on my podcast. We talked forever. It was great. It was a very good episode. It is episode six of Podtastic Audio with Dave Jackson. And he really, we we covered almost everything you possibly want to know about podcasting. Right. From the beginning to what it's at now, to how to do it, to what people are doing wrong, to where advice he gives, to what people think they could do how to make money with it, not make money with it. We covered a lot of different topics in that episode. It's very fantastic. And he came on, which is great, you know? So, and then I had another podcaster come on and his was all about fun and fun stuff with his buddies. And we talked a little bit about that. Wait, when you say like fun and fun stuff, is it like, um, I like to play like arcade games and this is the best yes. arcade games to go to the arcade with or what? Uh, well, I don't think I go to the arcade so much anymore. Oh, okay. I mean, people really do that. It's more Xbox. Well, I didn't know what kind of fun stuff you were talking about. Yeah, it's like it's like more of like the, uh, it's called the Renegade Pop Culture Podcast. Renegade, Renegade, Renegade. That's that song. Like the- Renegade. T- there you go. Renegade. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, his podcast is, uh, he came on, we talked about how he did his podcast and all the different shows. He does. And we also got to play my world-famous movie trivia game. Oh, how'd he do? He missed one. <laughs> okay. I probably would have missed them all. No, we just, you probably would have got them. No, but. I just can't remember movie stuff. It's like, there'll be like occasional things I can remember, but you have this brain to remember. Like, it's crazy. I can tell you, like, I can ask you to get five things at the store and you'll probably forget four and remember one <laughs> but when it comes to like movies or anything that's like has a, a high level of like emotional interaction or like triggers your energy you will remember everything you'll be like oh yeah that guy was wearing that plaid shirt in five scenes ago and i was like what what did you get the milk huh <laughs> <laughs> well i think i think i do become pretty much i do remember little details and things but sometimes i forget major details and other things so mm-hmm. but anyways the, the podcast has been coming along i just interviewed another guest last week and she 
will be on next week's episode, and she has another podcast. She does something called micro podcasting. What, what is that? I know it's crazy to think about. Is it like a two minute show or something? Yeah, that's kind of the realm. Uh, micro podcasting is like podcasts are like five minute range or less. Oh, I've seen podcasts that are like a minute long. Um, what? Yeah. It's, it's, no, that's not a podcast. That's a commercial. <laughs> it can be. But if you just like run through like you've got your main points, it's all written down and you just run through it and you get it and it's just you by yourself. There's no banter. Yeah. You can pretty much wrap up, uh, you know, two pages of information in, in like a c- good couple of minutes if you think about it, if you're just reading it. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, it just makes me feel uh, micro podcasting. I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe I don't need to have an opinion. Maybe I need well, to so learn what, more. What she said was the micro podcasting is that a lot of people don't have time to listen to an hour or two hour show anymore because people work from home. I uh-huh. think you especially, you're working here. You're not out driving, commuting to work yeah. like like I am and other people are. So um, so people don't have time to listen to those big long episodes. And with the in a world of YouTube and a world of Netflix and a world of all that other stuff to do. I mean, it's very appreciative that you are listening to this podcast right now and that people do listen to podcasts. That's awesome. Now, I know we were just talking about your podcast, but can I, you just triggered my thinking. Can I add one thing in? What's that, babe? Okay. You were mentioning Netflix and I have to just tell everybody that I binge watched this, um, yes, don't judge, in two days, an entire season of this brand new show on Netflix and it had me on the edge of my seat. And it's like, I I don't even know how to describe it. But like you think it's one thing and then it's something else. And it's called Ginny, G-I-N-N-Y, Ginny in Georgia. Um, it is for mature audiences. So I'm not saying, and I know this is family friendly. Don't watch it with your kids. But it it is so fascinating. And it's this mother-daughter duo. And it's very intriguing. And I'm going to make you watch an episode with me, Kate. Uh, okay. Is it a reality show? Or? No, 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 no. It's just like a... It's like a movie. It's like a it's like a mini or like a mini series. Is it Netflix only? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. It's, yeah. Yeah. Unique to Netflix. But back to micro podcasting. So micro podcasting is basically is like you know if you go like on um well think of TikTok right TikTok it's like really short quick little like clips or videos yes. right but they hit they hit a lot of stuff in that quick little like time frame oh yeah. So we think of micro podcast is probably kind of the same thing where they try to nail as much as they can in a small package so you can kind of like listen to it while you're walking to the door to the door. Yeah, <laughs> now whatever. is the micro podcasting audio only or is there video? Like do you see people doing micro podcasting through like Instagram cuz then it would just be like a story. I'm just I'm so confused with all the media stuff and then there's like clubhouse app which is all audio only is i've that- tried you know i signed up for clubhouse but they have not got back to me i guess i'm on their waiting list of how to like get he needs in. a vip invite people i don't if know you have if you have clubhouse and you have an invite shoot it on over to chris and he will be so excited to get i on just to clubhouse. I, I heard about it so i'm like let me, let me download the app so i got it but then i'm like okay it says we'll send you an invite when we're ready for you and i'm like what Screw you then, you know, like, like <laughs> waste my time now, you know, like I'm too busy for you. So I don't need yeah. you anyways, but I, I just want to check it out and see what the whole flub was all about, you yeah. know, so. But anyways, back to podcastic audio, you were, you sounds like you're really on a roll right now. And I'm just so, so proud of you with what you've been able to accomplish and seeing from where we were, like August will be two years ago that we started podcasting and to look at like what it's emerged into and that. Not only are you running this and you run all of our social media and our website and you're helping to book guests for our show, but you're also producing 
and um, solo being running the podtastic audio plus all of that social media and that anchor site and guests. It's really a lot. And I, if I had all of the money in the world, I would hire you to be our full-time podcasting pro in the K2 studios, but all I can pay you with is my love. And your love is all I require, That's all I need. <laughs> but I was love listen- is all we need. Thank you, baby. So I was listening to some other podcasts like last night, and I was thinking like the audio is, um, I'm like, gosh, you know what? Like, like I'm not, I mean, like, my audio is good, but I mean, it could be, I always think of that it could be better. Even though it's really good. And I was listening to last week, if you heard our podcast rewind episode from episode 12, I put as a, as a rewind episode. I listened to that and I'm thinking the audio, it was okay, but it, but there was a little bit of an echoey sound and, <laughs> yeah. and, and there was a little bit of like, like we were using the old microphones, of right. course, and the old gear. And I get that. But, uh, and I'm listening to it. I'm like, we've come so far yes. then till now. It's like night and day. It really is. Well, everyone, we really did have more planned for you in this show, but Chris and I just entered in this week thinking we really wanted to just reconnect with all of our listeners and give you a little bit of a longer update into what's happening in our world. Because when we hear from you, we hear that that's what you love is just hearing more about us and us encouraging each other and chasing our own dreams. And so instead of pulling in a hot topic, we're just going to put a nice hot stop to it right now. I was trying to segue. Come on now. <laughs> I know you are. We did have a hot topic lined up, but we do have another guest that's waiting on the hotline and he's in the green room right now. We've got to get to him. So, um, so we should wrap this up. Yeah, but we really do appreciate you listening. We also appreciate you allowing us to have this space to be able to share about our lives and our family and our journey. As we've said before, when we started out with podcasting, it was just kind of like a, hey, let's try this out. And we don't know if anybody will even listen. But now at the point where we're at, we have listeners in almost 45 countries around the world and in all of the 50 states and on all of the inhabited continents. Sorry, Antarctica. Penguins. (laughs) But we are so appreciative of you and the value you add to our lives, and you all are the reason why we do this. It is. And if you want to find out more about The Chris and Christine Show, you can go to our website. That is www.chrisandchristineshow.com. And that is Chris and Christine with K's. And please, I know I haven't asked this in a while, but I just thought about it. (laughs) If you're on Apple and you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. An honest one, we understand if it's not always five stars because it helps us learn and grow. Right, Chris? Absolutely. And thank you for listening. And until then, we will see you guys next week. Remember this week that life is too short to wake up in the morning with regret. So love the people who treat you right. Forget about the ones who don't and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said that it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Chris. And I'm Christine. And until next week, keep moving forward.